Hello and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning business combination and put it into perfect execution. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And even though we don't have Mr. Perfect Rich Jekyll with us today, we do have the other award-winning score volunteer, and of course that is Lucy Polito. Lucy, how are you doing these days? I am doing very, very well, thank goodness. I have nothing to complain about. (laughs) All right, and I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, but this show, of course, is all about SCORE and everything SCORE is doing and everything that SCORE has to offer you, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a business or if you're planning to have a business or know someone who does, either a family or a friend, if they don't know about SCORE, You need to do the friendly family thing and tell them all about it. And that's what we intend to do here every week. And SCORE, once again, great organization, nationwide nonprofit organization, and has great volunteers like Lucy and Rich, if he were here, all over the country. Some almost 19,000 now, Rich was telling us last week, Lucy. I know, but I think he exaggerates somewhat. I don't think it's quite that much. I think it's a, a bit less, but, you know, we still have at least uh, 15,000 for sure. So, uh, you know, it's a pretty large organization that very few people really know about it. You know, we've been around over 50 years. I think it's 52, 53 years. Uh, that's a pretty long time for a nonprofit organization to exist, I think. Uh, and, you know, we're happy to do it and we enjoy what we do. We're very committed and we want our communities to grow. That's why we exist. That's right. And you, too, can be a volunteer or a sponsor of SCORE because, once again, it is a great nonprofit organization, but the volunteers are just that. The, they are volunteers. There's no paycheck for Lucy or Rich, but that they certainly want to help you no, <laughs> increase your bottom line. That's for sure. So, And then there's offices all over the country as well. And all of this type of information you can find at the national website, which is score.org, score.org. And you'll also find, find their templates there for business plans, uh, P&L sheets, pretty much any kind of business document that you need, you can find there and craft it to your particular business. And all of this is at no charge at all. And then there is also a great educational program that you'll find at the local website, orlando.score.org. And you guys are really building up. How many webinars are you doing now a week, Lucy, please? Well, we're doing approximately three to four a week. Uh, And, you know, some of those we have, sometimes we have two events in the same day, one in the morning, one in the night. Uh, So it's very convenient. I mean, people really should take advantage of this opportunity. And you know why? Because it is. You want to say it? It is free. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely free. There's no charge to you. And please do take advantage of it. And as I said, these webinars are archived at Orlando.score.org. And you can participate in them live as well. Go there to Orlando.score.org, and you'll get all the details, and you can sign up there. And please do, while you're signing up for things, sign up for the excellent newsletter that SCORE puts out on a regular basis, which uh, you know highlights things that they have coming up and uh, you know pertinent, relevant issues going on at the day. So that's all at Orlando.score.org. That's just part of what SCORE is doing because they're still mentoring. 
businesses. They have found a way to do this, as everybody else has during these trying times. And you can still call and get a human being on the telephone, the number 407-420-4844. For SCORE, it is 407-420-4844. Are you still getting a lot of people calling with new business ideas, Lucy? You were saying that a few weeks ago. Yes, 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 we still are. And I'm actually, I'm really amazed, but it's, you know, you think back in history and it's usually a difficult times when people really kind of change their uh, pattern of thinking and they decide that there are new opportunities out there. So that's why we have been very busy. People are really taking advantage of the time uh, and the issues that are going on in, in the world really right now. So there are a lot of opportunities for those that seek them and we're here ready to help them. Right. And, you know, I advise, again, going back to our uh, seminars and our webinars, uh, please take advantage of it. Even if you've ever had a thought, and I think we all have at one time or another had our own thoughts of having our own business. Now is the time to look into that possibility. So take advantage of that. All right. And once again, to call someone at SCORE, 407-420-4844. And if you don't get somebody, you can leave a message, and a human being will actually call you back. And, yes, they are still located at the Orlando Fashion Square in the National Entrepreneur Center. But, of course, uh, we're still, you know, things in flux. Don't know when those doors will be back open over there again. But at some point, the National Entrepreneur Center will be back fully on in operation as before. But all of the organizations located there once again, are still doing business, but the new way, you might say. All right, so you can be a a supporter of SCORE by going to orlando.score.org, and if you'd like to volunteer, once again, you can go there and find the details of how to sign up. And don't forget, these radio programs are archived there as well, all the way back to the very first one. And if you check through the archives, you might see that our guest today has been on a time or two, and uh, he is a big supporter of SCORE as well. And I'd like to welcome back to the show, Ray Pascal. Ray, how are you doing these days? Hey, Mr. Hart, I'm doing fine, thanks. How are you? <laughs> I don't know who you're talking to, but uh, anyway, <laughs> thanks for being on the show with us again. Uh, I don't know anybody that may name her Mr. Hart, but thanks, I appreciate that. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's been a while since you've been on the show, and, you know, we got a lot of new listeners have come on in the meantime. So why don't you give us, uh, you know, uh, sort of a little bit longer but elevator speech as to who you are, and uh, and then we'll go from there. So I built a company called Unified Office back eight, nine years ago. Uh, And what I wanted to do is reinvent voice over IP communications. We've all had experiences, I'm sure, with things like Skype, uh, grassharper.com, you name it. There's a bunch of them out there where you've had, you know, audio that would drop out. You get echo or basically just an inconsistent experience. So. Uh, you know, voice is still very much a very strategic thing. As you know, look what we're doing now. We're still radios uh, now able to reach thanks to the internet across the globe from uh, Orlando or wherever you happen to be. So um, we, we managed to do that. And then after that, I wanted to take a, a next step uh, and create sort of analytics and things that would actually make voice over IP go to work for people. Uh, in the case of the restaurant industry, where we're really big in the Florida area, um, we're able to uh, data mine, if you will, recorded calls to help them look for 
you know, settling uh, credit card disputes, et cetera. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. And well, so on. So, yeah. Well, I want to I want to go back a little bit further than that. So people know a little bit more about your background. Like I said, we do have some new listeners. What led you to start this business, for instance? What was your experiences leading up to it? I was one of those guys that actually helped build the Internet, believe it or not, not named Al Gore. Uh, <laughs> right. I worked at a lot of these big switches and things that in Rich Jekyll, we remember this and probably Lucy. We, you know, we would sell to the AT&Ts, to Comcast, of the world, big, big routers that would reside in these brick buildings that had no windows in them, had to survive earthquakes and so on. So that's my my history is in building Internet protocols and big, big iron to power the Internet which allows us to have these high-speed uh, broadband connections now to our homes and so on. So that's uh, my history there. And, and also building voice switches. Uh, at Sonus Networks, I helped uh, that company. I was a founding engineer there. We took it public, I think, in 2000. And what we did at Sonus is we built kind of the equivalent of a big internet router for the voice industry, the, uh, the phone companies, if you will, so that they could take and take analog voice over an old-fashioned telephone and convert that into something that could be sent over their broadband networks. Hence, the term voice over IP, which stands for voice over internet, P stands for protocol. So, I, yeah, I just wanted to establish that because you you see this from the inside out. A lot of these technical issues, you see them from the inside out because you were there, you know, at the very beginning, so to speak, as you were just explaining and, and, yeah, I remember AT&T built one of those buildings, you know, for those router, routers not too far from my house. And, mm-hmm. yeah, brick, brick building, no windows in it whatsoever, you know, no real employees, so to speak. But uh, there it was. So uh, we just have a couple minutes left in this segment of the show. Unified Office, uh, I want to build back up to that. But uh, the this this pandemic thing you are probably best positioned as, as well as anybody anyway uh, to be able to weather this thing, don't you think, because of your expertise and the nature of your business? Well, I mean, look, oddly enough for us, you know, we, a great deal of our business really, Chris, is um, are these quick serve restaurants, Domino's Pizza, Flippers in the greater Orlando area, for example. Uh, and, you know, so a couple of things happened during the early days of the pandemic, right? Everybody was, ended up working from home. So uh, clearly Unified Office, we reinvented VoIP for in the early days so you could have a virtual employee workforce, right? So that was easy for us to help people shelter in place, if you will, and still maintain uh, their communications. For the restaurant industry, however, their business just took off like a rocket because uh, everybody was ordering takeout. Nobody was leaving their homes to go shopping, et cetera. Uh, so, you know, it was a little unexpected. I'm sitting here in this uh, my office building by myself, which normally holds about 400 people, and I'm totally alone back in April wondering what the heck was going to happen. Uh, and about a week or two later, all of a sudden, our bookings and sales doubled. Um, and then again, that's due to people, you know, calling in or uh, for takeout orders for pizza or other products. You know, we're, all, we're also in the, in the wings business now. <laughs> I'm not in the wings business, but we have a great deal of customers that are selling uh, wings across the country. So we're into these new markets. Um, and, you know, again, I, I hate to say that we, it took a pandemic to really, we were doing well before the pandemic. Right. Um, 
But, Unfortunately, but, our hotel industry closed. Okay, well, we're going to have to hold it right there, Ray. When we come back from the break, we'll be speaking once again with Ray Pascal of Unified Office, and he's going to explain how he can help you or, or how you can better manage what's going on around us these days. So we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? We're back again, and we are What's the Score, ladies and gentlemen? Myself, Christopher Hart, along with Lucy Polito, one of the award-winning SCORE volunteers, and our guest today, Ray Pascal of Unified Office. And Ray is a big supporter of SCORE, and we'll talk about that a little more here shortly. But, uh, Ray, we were just talking uh, as we went into the break uh, some of the, I don't, want to, I don't know if I put it this way, but the winners and losers, if you will, of the uh, the 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 changing playing field, the changing business environment because of this pandemic thing, and certainly if uh, if a business was not utilizing the social media uh, and they're not doing it now, they're going to be in you know in much worse condition going forward if they're even still out there. I mean, I don't want to talk in such bleak terms, but that's pretty much a stark reality, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, look, I, I don't think this thing lasts forever. I mean, there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of these Zoom calls going on right now. And Zoom's a, a great company. Don't don't get me wrong here. But I think at the end of the day, look, we're all back here in our offices here in New Hampshire. You know, we're we're adhering to all the standard CDC protocols and whatnot. Um, but I think, you know, I think when you get into towards the Easter time frame, uh, look, there are going to be vaccines coming out. Uh, several of them actually. And I just think this thing is going to start to just wind itself down naturally. And sometime next year, we're going to see life get back to normal a little bit. Uh, people returning to the offices. And, and I know in New Hampshire, we already are. Uh, I know in Florida, uh, you guys are pretty much open. The restaurants are open. I guess at some, some type of capacity, I'm not exactly sure how much capacity, but um, I guess that the long with story here is, yeah, I mean, you, you got to use social networking today to do a lot of uh, outreach to our customers. And we do a lot of that um, LinkedIn. We do uh, obviously Facebook um, and, and whatnot uh, to reach our audience. But um, we, we also do direct mail now. Used to be sending emails was an interesting thing to, you know, to go after your user base. But now I don't know about you, uh, Christopher and, uh, and Lucy, but I wake up every morning with several hundred emails and I just end up batch deleting them. So um, the that said, I think, you know, people are still, we're pretty much social animals still. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic that we're going to get through this and we'll see business where I think life will return to somewhat normal. But, you know, some of this is always going to be, look, when a business can figure out that they can still run their company, uh, and have some of their employees, not all of them, but some of their employees remoted. We, we have, I have, look, I have employees in South Carolina, uh, Atlanta, uh, Orlando. Uh, we have a, 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 a person in Orlando now full-time working for us to start talking with the hotel industry again, because sooner or later, those, they're going to open up. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I want to get out in front of that uh, before that, you know, before they get too busy again. So um, the company was built to help people be remote for sure. And then again, like I said, we added on to that these analytics and other products that help businesses make more money without hiring more people and without having to raise their prices. So that's particularly true in the restaurant category. We sell into four markets. Uh, and the restaurant is one of our biggest markets, of course, dental, uh, the 
Then dental chains, that's another large market for us, automobile dealerships and the hotel industry. And like I said, we're just getting into the hotel segment when the uh, pandemic hit. Um, but, you know, we're ready to go back in there as soon as it opens again. You know, I think that, I think you're right. Some businesses will go back to normal type. But I think that a lot of businesses have realized that uh, their employees working from home has uh, worked very well. A lot of employees like that. And certainly the companies like that because the expense is greater uh, or less, I should say, now with real estate. And that's one of the problems. I mean, you know, like we said before, some businesses thrive in moments like this and others suffer. I think the real estate commercial business will begin to have some sort of effect because I see an awful lot of uh, buildings right now of companies that have uh, decided to put their employees uh, on the, you know, at home. And so why are they going to be paying such high real estate prices? So that's going to be an area I think that will suffer. Well, I think, uh, I think hotels, of course, will come back. I think that depends on what business you happen to be in. It's yeah. very difficult to be productive on the other end of a Zoom call. You can't read the room, the body language of people. And those spontaneous hallway conversations that tend to occur when they, you know, when somebody gets an idea, those are very difficult to come by uh, when everybody's not here. So I, I hate to say it. I mean, call centers, they're always been virtual, you know. Uh, yeah. You've never had, you know, Southwest Airlines when they went to the call center uh, based platform here in the States. People worked out real. People that were retirement age had a great job working from home for, for Southwest, and it worked out great for them. But not every every company could do it. We, when we worked from home here and back in April and May, there was a palpable drop-off in productivity. Uh, you could feel it. Our customers felt it. We felt it. Um, and that sort of idea exchange or that collaboration of ideas uh, wasn't really happening. And as we sort of filtered back in, you could see the energy pick up again, and the innovation started to pick up. So again, it, it works for certain, like I would say banks, things like that, where they can have some of their management teams and their branch offices sort of remote, but I, I don't know as it works for everybody. And I think you're right. I mean, I don't think that it works for everybody, but a lot of people are looking at the possibility of staying as we are now. The other part, I think, from an employee point of view, certainly from my point of view, uh, I miss the social part of it, I guess. The fact that that's where you communicate. That's where you make friends. It's, you know, that's a big part of work, really. I mean, where do you make your your social life comes from either school or from work? Uh, and that's something that if I was working, I would miss that tremendously. So, you know, there's all kinds of facets. Well, if we, weren't, if we weren't social animals, uh, you know, we wouldn't have things called restaurants and bars where people could right. come and get together, right? So, right. <laughs> You would not have Disney. We would also have a much boring, more boring lifestyle. All right. Our guest, uh, Ray Pascal, Unified Office. By the way, the website is unifiedoffice.com. And, and if you'd like to send Ray a message, it would be Ray Pascal at unifiedoffice.com. And I want to go back to something you mentioned early on when you were describing Unified Office. And I think you just referred to it again. You're, you're doing a lot of analytics. Did I get that right? Yes. First of all, explain to people what you mean by analytics exactly. So uh, what we've done for our quick serve restaurant customers, let's talk about the pizza segment, for example. Um, We have this 46-inch screen television or monitor, if you will, with speakers, and it faces the workers. Uh, So when an order comes in, 
the phone rings, our software actually answers the phone. So the pizza, the people making the pizza can continue to make the previous orders pizza. Uh, we answer it and we play their, you know, their marketing messages. Uh, they'd like you to listen to like 10 to 12 seconds worth of their specials before they actually take your order. So we do that. Uh, and then while, they, while, while you're sitting there and we're talking to you, your name goes up on the screen. So we know who's calling via the caller ID. We know that if you, we know whether or not you're an MVP or a frequent uh, customer of the restaurant. And then we have these, these speedometers that, uh, that are indicators that eventually you got to pick up the phone and take, uh, take the order. So it's kind of like electronic coach. And frankly, we didn't, you know, we listened to our customers uh, over time, to, you know, their pain points. And that's how we, we started to invent these kinds of things. We don't invent them first and then see if you can use them. We literally listen to what our customers, how they're, how they're working, uh, what their current pain points are. And we, we begin to develop products that help them deal with that. So uh, with this coaching mechanism, it really helps the workers work more optimally. The end result of which is they typically make more revenue. They don't get any busy signals. We answer all the calls. Um, and, uh, you know, the managers and supervisors get to uh, watch how the, the key performance indicators are working. Like how, how long, how, how long is it taking to answer those calls to process the orders? And that goes by the way, for stores that actually have a lot of online ordering when people tend to call up and say, what happened to my order? Um, so voice is still very important, even in those situations where orders are brought done predominantly online. So that's one example of what we call our visual analytics or visual performance suite, uh, that works for our restaurant customers. Okay. Really great. I'm sorry, Lucy, you like want to, that. yeah, go ahead, Lucy. No, I was just thinking uh, that it's really a great system for a restaurant. That's wonderful. It really is. When we, we repurpose that for any customer facing focused organizations, uh, automobile dealerships, for example, and their service, uh, the service departments, they get a lot of calls to schedule meeting, you know, schedule appointments rather for oil changes and things like that. So we repurpose those analytics for different industries, uh, the dental industry as well. Uh, although we have something that's kind of uh, really interesting in the dental industry, which is kind of hard to be, it would be hard for me to explain it uh, during this segment. But um, again, it's a similar kind of an idea where if you own 10 or 12 different uh, dental offices in the greater Orlando area, let's say, does each office actually have to have its own administrator? And the answer is with unified office, you don't. You could have one central place where there's one administrator serving uh, those 12, op 12 offices, uh, and you, know, you would be none the wiser for it. So it really helps people work more effectively, more cost-effectively in many cases. Uh, and with our dental customers, it helps them really build that strong patient, uh, client-patient, doctor relationship. So, I would think that uh, any business that has a you know significantly large customer base or client base could use this sort of thing. Right. I mean, if you have if your your clientele is, say, a dozen or more, maybe it doesn't apply to you. But uh, but certainly most retail businesses or, you know, anybody that's handling, you know, multiple customers a day, it seems to me that this system could benefit. Wouldn't it, Ray? 
Oh yeah, no, it, look at it, it works for everybody. I, I, okay. We have to focus though on some verticals. Okay, well I tell you what, I let's. To, I can't, I'm, if I went home, I'm sorry, I just looked at the clock and I, I I did a stupid thing. I asked you a question with only about forty seconds left, which you're not supposed to do in this right. business. So pardon me for doing that. We'll take a break and come back on the other side with Ray. Pascal's response. And of course, Ray Pascal is with Unified Office. UnifiedOffice.com is his website. You can check it out right now, as a matter of fact, while we're discussing things with Ray. And while you're at it, please also go to Orlando.score.org and sign up for the excellent newsletter right there. So stick around because we are going to be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, we are back. We are What's the Score? And by we, I mean myself, Christopher Hart, and Lucy Polito, the, the award-winning score volunteer, one of two, only two, and, and then Ray Pascal of Unified Office. Rich Jekyll couldn't be with us this week, but he'll be back next week. So, Ray, uh, Lucy has a question, but you were, you were uh, just saying that pretty much this, this the analytics program that you have you can cater it to customize it to pretty much any business out there with significant clientele. And we had to go to the break. So go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. I I mean, obviously there's going to be slight differences, right? Every every business sort of operates differently. Um, And it's not always a a performance-based coaching mechanism. And look, you know, when you go to the automobile dealership and the service bay, those phones are ringing all day long. Uh, they put people on hold. Sometimes they forget who you are when you're on hold. With Unified Office, for example, one of the things that we do is we preserve the, once you once somebody answers and you give them your name and they look up your customer information, if they have to put you on hold, we save that information. So if somebody else picks up the call, they know it's you. They know why you called. And so they don't have to go through the same, what's your name? What are you calling for, et cetera? It sounds like a simple thing, but look, a lot of a lot of businesses don't operate like that. Um, and so we do those kinds of things. And we also, again, when the phones are ringing like crazy in the service bays to try to schedule the appointments, you're not putting them on hold. We're answering the calls with our software. We're engaging with your with your customer while you're working feverishly to close out the, the last order and then pick up the phone and then talk to that customer. But when you pick it up, you know who they are. You know that they were because a, a, we've already looked inside your database for you and we put that on your screen so you, it's all there for you. you don't have to ask the questions and so on and so that's kind of a, a smattering of what we can do for what we do for the automobile industry and you can you can sort of take that and extrapolate that to other businesses right that's only that's one of the things that we do in the restaurant industry uh, chris and and Lucy, we also do this internet of things uh uh, product service for them where we are actually temperature monitoring and measuring uh, uh, their temperatures rather in the make tables, uh, the walk-in coolers, the exhaust fans over the ovens. Uh, and so that also goes, gets put up on the screen. Uh, and so if any of these are out of phase, for example, the make tables get too warm, uh, they have the, uh, the owners or the managers have configured alerts to alert them, also putting it on the screen uh, in the restaurant, but also sends text messages or emails or both or phone calls to, to the interested parties that need to know that right away. So there's a lot of things that Unified Office does uh, once, uh, you know, we're in your business and you're running our voice communications based platform. On top of that, we start to build these layers of value added products for you, unique to your, your particular business. Okay. Now, Lucy, I know you had a question. 
Well, no, now that I thought about it, maybe it wouldn't be appropriate, but I was thinking if you deal, I don't do too much with Amazon, so I really don't know. Um, and I'm not, I prefer to call whatever I think I'm going to be doing. I'd rather talk to somebody than go to the internet. So I was just wondering if you do anything with Amazon, do you work with anything that has to do with no, Amazon? Yes and no. I mean, we don't, we use Amazon, there are Amazon web services for transcription services where we, we take recorded phone calls and we use AWS to sort of transcribe them uh, like you'd get on your iPhone or your Android phone. When somebody leaves your voicemail, it does its best to try to, you know, figure out what the heck they're saying so you could read it. Um, but that's, we don't, uh, there's nothing more that we do with Amazon other than that. And that, the reason we do that is we have another product that we're still fin getting finalized called TCNIQ, which is a sentiment analysis. Again, uh, any business that has lots of recorded calls, uh, in the case of uh, one of our largest customers, they've got over 40,000 calls a week that are recorded and they have to sort of cherry pick through them to see where there's issues with either their customers or their customer service personnel and so on. So uh, the idea behind this is that we allow them to check on a little box that says anger, happiness, or type of the box, a word that you might be looking for. Uh, and then you hit go and an hour or so later, we come back with a subset of those 40,000 calls uh, that should give you what you're looking for come, or pre come pretty darn close to it. So again, these are productivity tools that we're using data mining voice to make your life better. And well, that's, that's a great thing for an organization that wants to provide good service. That's one of the things you always want to know. Uh, yep. Yep. So if I was back in the business world, I would, I would love to have something like that. When You're I was, our best customer. I would be a good customer for sure, because we certainly had an awful lot of phone calls. That's for sure. You got to get the Salem Media Group on the uh, platform here, Mr. Mr. Hart. That's right. That's right. We'll, we'll talk to him around here about that. All right. And we're speaking right now with Ray Pascal of Unified Office, unifiedoffice.com is his website, unifiedoffice.com. Going forward, you, you said, as you, you were you know, saying, and I, I do believe you know, there will be the, the, shall we say, uh, switch back to as much as we used to know in terms of how we used to do business and uh, get back to quote-unquote normal, if you will. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, there'll be some things that will be that will linger. That, in other words, things that businesses have adapted to, like some of the things that we're talking about, that will linger on into the the future, well into the future. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that's true. I mean, again, not every business can can function this way, but there are going to be certain positions or companies that realize they, that expensive real estate that they had in downtown Orlando or Boston. Look, you know, I don't need all of that. I've decided, I've determined that I can, I can get by pretty much okay with a segment of my workforce working at home or remote. Um, but again, I think, I think at the end of the day, uh, you're going to see that sort of people wanting to filter back in. I heard from a friend of mine who hasn't been in his office in eight months in Boston. He's a, um, works at a big, big international bank. And he said, look, Ray, you know, this, this working at home thing was pretty interesting at first because I'm dying to get back into the office and get out of my house. Um, so, you know, and I think, I think a lot of people feel, feel the same way, you know, yeah. uh, the psychological pressures of always of, of living and working in the same place, uh, 
you know, except under, you know, certain circumstances or or perhaps family tradition is usually not uh, a good working environment. Uh, you, you just you just need that time to be able to escape and get away. And well, yeah. go ahead. I think that if you take my company, Chris, you know, we don't I don't have a strict you have to be in the office policy every day. We we built the company completely virtualized. I expect people to be here, you know, a couple of days a week. But if you need to work from home, you need to work from uh, Orlando in a hotel room. You can do that with us. The Unified Office creates that environment that the ultimate virtual office experience. So uh, I think those businesses that, that have figured out that it's okay to be virtual to some degree, like look, Microsoft is now codified it uh, where they can they expect their employees they can allow their employees to work at home fifty percent of the time. Now I have not put a a real percentage on that here. Some of us have to be here every day. I have to be. Um, but I have, a, a, you know, I've got developers that live so far away that it would be silly to have them, you know, spend five hours on the road uh, every day just to come in here. Right. So, Lucy, Lucy, did you want to say something? Yeah, I, I was just wondering, have you gone overseas with this uh, product that you have? We were, funny you should mention that, we were to be in Great Britain uh, sometime in this quarter uh, had it not been for the pandemic. Um, and so the UK was our first international market that we were being asked to go into by one of our large customers, Australia, Japan, uh, and France being the other three. Uh, but again, there's, here's a case where the pandemic has really hurt us uh, with all these quarantines and lockdowns. And, you know, even me trying to get to Florida in a few weeks, uh, they just came out today here in the Hampton and said I'd have to quarantine for 14 days upon my return. Uh, Is that so, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's the kind of thing that bothers me the most, right? You never know uh, how that's going to pan out. So it's very difficult to get into new markets or even travel right now just because of these, all of a sudden, these quarantine things pop up. So yeah, it has hurt our business. It hasn't hurt. Look, we're growing like crazy. We could grow a heck of a lot more if, if this thing was behind us uh, internationally. Is um, Look, Domino's, I'll give you a great example. They have 60, probably... 6,500 units here in the United States out of a total of close to 20,000 uh, in the world. There's a lot of dominoes out there that they want us to go into that are not here in the, new, in the U.S. Um, and so uh, from that point of view, uh, we just have to sort of ride this thing out and hope things get better internationally as well so that we can actually take advantage of, uh, of that international expansion. Okay, once again, our guest, Ray Pascal of Unified Office. Unifiedoffice.com is his website, and you can contact Ray there by going to raypascal at unifiedoffice.com, unifiedoffice.com. And Ray has been a great uh, supporter of SCORE for for quite a while, and we'll talk about that a little bit more in in the next segment. Um, But you, too, can be a supporter of SCORE by going to SCORE.org, the national website, or better yet, go to Orlando.SCORE.org, the local website. You can be a, a supporter in a number of ways. You can be a sponsor. You can also be a volunteer at SCORE. And if you have a particular educational program, perhaps, that uh, would uh, you know benefit SCORE's clientele, people who come to SCORE looking for guidance, then you might want to inquire about that there as well. And don't forget to sign up for the excellent newsletter. All of this, once again, at Orlando.score.org. 
And don't forget the Facebook page. Rich would be very upset with us, Lucy, if we did not encourage people to go on Facebook and like him especially. But uh, Score Orlando on Facebook is the Facebook page. That is Score Orlando on Facebook. And once again, don't forget, you can call Score, and you will be able to talk to a human being. If you call during normal business hours, Monday through Friday, you might actually get them on the ring. If not, leave a message, and they will call you back. And the phone number, once again, for SCORE is 407-420-4844. That's 407-420-4844. So give them a call there. Perhaps they can answer your question right away. If not, they can certainly set you up with somebody who can answer your question or perhaps get you started in a great mentorship program. And once again, how much does it cost all this stuff, Lucy? It is what? Oh, no, as Rich would say, you're going to make me say the word. That's right. It's free. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen. All of it right there. So we will be right back here with more of What's the Score? Here we go again, ladies and gentlemen, with What's the Score? And thank you for being with us today. We really do appreciate it. I am Christopher Hart, along with Lucy Polito, and our guest today, Ray Pascal of Unified Office. Before we get back to the discussion, though, I'd like to remind you that prior to, during, and after, radio is still there, ladies and gentlemen, stronger than ever before. More people are listening to the radio than ever before in human history. I mean that literally. And in terms of a percentage, well, we're right up there still and with all of the mediums. So if you would like to take advantage of radio and have maybe your voice, you know, voice your message on air, call Bill Files. He's the man here at Salem Media Group Orlando to talk to, station manager, been in the business all of his life, really knows all of the ins and outs, and willing to give them to you. And that is Bill Files at 407-618-1760. 407-618-1760. And with Salem Surround, they can also help you with your social media platforms as well. They can integrate it all for you right here at Salem Media Group Orlando. Bill Files is the man to talk to, 407-618-1760, and tell him that uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart sent you. <laughs> all right. So once again, back to the show with Ray Pascal of Unified Office. Once again, his website, unifiedoffice.com. And, Ray, you have been a great uh, supporter of and sponsor of SCORE for a long time. Tell us first, how did you find out about SCORE? And what, what about it appealed to you? Well, I've known about SCORE for a long, long time myself as an entrepreneur. Uh, how I got involved with the Orlando unit was through a fellow named David Highland, who I think you both know. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. David, uh, <laughs> this is actually kind of interesting. I met him. I'm going to say seven or eight years ago, maybe longer than that, uh, at the uh, one of the conferences we had at the Gaylord uh, Convention Center there in, in Orlando. Um, and uh, in those days, Unified Office was just an idea. Uh, I had not no reality to it other than a set of PowerPoint slides of what I was going to do. And I sat with David, who wanted to interview me. You know, David used to lay, he goes to those things. He says, you you never have to pay for a meal if you know how to do this right. You yeah. just go to conferences and they feed you for free. <laughs> That's David, all right. So, right. so uh, he said to me that uh, I don't quite think you're going to make it. It's, you're just going to build another phone company. He said, no, no, no. I am not going to build another phone company. Um, 
But that's when I learned that he was he was affiliated with SCORE at the National Entrepreneur Center, and uh, he invited me to his offices one day. And I went down and visited him. And I, having you know, being an entrepreneur myself, uh, doing Unified Office is my most recent one, so I'll use that. It's a very it can be a very lonely uh, experience. It can be very scary. Uh, I kind of liken it to a roller coaster. You know, you have kind of like extreme highs and extreme lows. Uh, and being around people is not just sometimes just being around people uh, and saying, you know, I'm really, fr- I'm really flustered. I'm trying to figure out how to do X. Um, what would you recommend? And so it's kind of like a support system, if you will. And I've always looked at organizations like SCORE and these other innovation centers as places where entrepreneurs could get not just support on how to write a business plan or how to do marketing, but just even psychological support. Um, and, you know, David and I have talked over the years about, because he's seen me build this company from an idea into a real, uh, a thriving company. Uh, and I honestly couldn't have done it without places like what SCORE has. And so I've always had a soft spot in my heart uh, for that kind of business. So uh, it's easy for me to support, you know, BizFest now that, of course, it's virtual for this year, at least, but, you know, to help the folks down in, in Orlando and we do it elsewhere uh, as well. But to sponsor, for example, Digital Media Day, that was a that was a good thing for us sponsoring, you know, breakfasts or coffees with a leader. Those kinds of things are really important to me. Uh, we need entrepreneurs today more than ever before. Without entrepreneurs, you don't. people don't have jobs. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what else I could say other than to suggest to you that to me, it's, it's extremely important that we support organizations like SCORE uh, with people that have done it before that can help these young folks or even older folks that are trying to reinvent their lives and, and really don't exactly know how to do all these things. Look, every company I've ever built, and I've done a few of them, um, this is the first one I did from scratch, but I've participated in the early founding of other companies. It, it is really, um, it, it's, you got to be around people that can like every day come into the office and say, we can do this. You have to have faith and you have to have the belief in yourself that you're going to do something you've never done before, but don't let that stop you. So constancy of purpose and those kinds of things are critically important. As I said in the interview for digital media day that I contributed to Robin, um, you really, it's people give up and quit. It's most of the times at the exactly, at exactly the wrong time. Uh, I remember somebody told me once that the only time you get hurt in a roller coaster race when you jump out. <laughs> um, and so I think at the end of the day, you can take an average idea, but as long as you stick to it, you persevere, uh, you can build a successful business. And uh, SCORE plays an important role, I believe, in that. Lucy, well, we certainly appreciate your, uh, we appreciate your help. And I concur with everything you said, because that's uh one of the problems with uh, businesses when they're first starting, and anybody who has been in business understands this, that it truly is a roller coaster because, first of all, I think in order to get into business, you have to be, you have to have a passion for whatever your idea is. And if you have that passion, you, you can really get it started. However, like anything else, things don't always work the way you want them to work or the way you think they're going to work. And it's at that moment where the... Uh, roller coaster begins to go down. And if you don't get yourself back up, then, you know, you've lost a lot of time and maybe even money. So it's important to be around people who have been there, have done whatever they've done, 
and been at the end of the day successful. So you know what, right? If you ever retire, you certainly are welcome to be one of our mentors. I, I can't retire. I have more companies than me still. <laughs> well, someday you might get tired. You never know. Well, you each are helping, obviously, the business world in your own way and doing a great job yes, at it. So once again, Ray Pascal of Unified Office. That's unifiedoffice.com. And Ray, uh, the the business outlook is, you know, it, it's always got hurdles out there. Like you just said, and like Lucy said, it, it's always a roller coaster. Maybe sometimes the hills and valleys are a little bit steeper and quicker than we might, might be comfortable with. But that's, that's the business world, isn't it? And it's all about being able to adapt and change as things adapt and change around you. That's correct. It's, it's an always changing world. You can't stop it. And my job is to help our customers deal with that on a daily basis. All right. And once again, Ray Pascal of Unified Office, Unified Office. Uh, .com is the website, and you can email Ray there by simply addressing it to Pascal at unifiedoffice.com. That's Pascal at unifiedoffice.com. And uh, any, any last thoughts? We're down to just a couple of minutes here, Ray. Uh, any final thoughts you want to give to our audience? Uh, just hang in there. This too shall pass, and uh, we're going to come out the other side uh, I think better, bigger and stronger than ever. And uh, that includes this recent election uh, thing that we're going through. We've survived a lot worse. Um, so I'm pretty optimistic for the future. All right. And Lucy, I know. I think that we will be okay. I mean, we're, we're the roller coaster. Now we're, we were in a down and this, this pandemic thing has really uh, messed up a lot of people. So we are coming out of it, or at least I think we are anyway, and we're all getting used to it. I'm used to wearing the mask now. It doesn't bother me as much as it did the first few days. But now, you know, it, you know, it just shows that we are animals and we just can get used to things. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, you will come out of it, as you say. <laughs> okay. Uh, before we come out of this show, you got a very interesting Coffee with a Leader presentation coming up November the 19th, do you not? Lucy? Yes, we do. And, you know, this is really a great opportunity for people who are, are looking into the uh, real estate business, not so much for buying, which would be great, uh, or selling, which is even better. I think the real estate business is really doing very well here in Florida and especially in Orlando. But uh, the person that we have next week uh, doing this is someone that we've had on the radio before. And his specialty is he's in all the the whole real estate ball, but uh, renovations, rebuilding is one of his specialties. And it's very interesting because he also flips houses and that's a very interesting business. Uh, so he's there and he will be telling us exactly how to do all these things. And he is a perfect example of a very successful business. Okay. So uh, I think anybody who wants to be in the, any kind of form of construction or selling uh, houses, this is the place to go to listen to. 
Okay. And you can go to Orlando.score.org to sign up for that. That will be this Thursday, November the 19th. And it's at 8 o'clock in the morning. It's a Zoom event. And if you can't catch it live, you can go to Orlando.score.org and you'll find it in the archive. So all of that at Orlando.score.org. And don't forget, once again, to follow and like us at Score Orlando on Facebook. And one more time, it's UnifiedOffice.com for Ray Pascal. And, Ray, you have a great view out your window there. I've been kind of watching as the the sky is changing behind you. It seems to be getting dark out there. So uh, great view out your window there. One of those days up here. What can I tell you? It's New England. All right. Well, we've enjoyed talking to you and seeing you again, as such as it is. And hopefully you'll be able to get down here soon and we can see you in person. Ray, take care of yourself. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me, Thanks, Thank you for being with us. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And once again, Ray Pascal of Unified Office, unifiedoffice.com. For SCORE business, it's at orlando.score.org. Please do sign up for the excellent newsletter while you're there. That's orlando.score.org. And once again, all of the presentations right now through the end of the year, as far as the educational programs, are at no charge to you, ladies and gentlemen. Great thanks to great sponsors. And the mentorship program, there has never been or will there ever be a charge to you for the great advice you get from all the great volunteers like Lucy, like Rich, and some fifteen to 19,000, however many there are out there, Lucy, volunteers who are all available to counsel with you, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you for tuning in. Once again, please do follow and like us, especially Rich, on Facebook at Score Orlando. Until next week, that's all for What's the Score?